Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Ullman on the road. Actually, no, I'm in our offices in downtown Lansing, Michigan. And shortly, we'll be moving on out to the Capital Region International Airport. That'll be an exciting change of pace for Michigan Business Network. But while we're still in the progress of the move, I'm dropping by our office today. And we're reaching out to the East Lansing area for Betty J. Sanford, M.A. LMSW, Advisor Emerita, MSU, that is Michigan State University, and as I mentioned, East Lansing, Michigan. Betty, welcome to the Michigan Business Beat. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. Tremendous. And to introduce you to our statewide business audience, can you give kind of your brief career trajectory that led to your role as an Advisor Emerita at MSU? Yes, I can. In 19, now you don't say 20, you say 19. 1987, I joined the staff at the Office of Supportive Services. And the Office of Supportive Services really does what is inherent in its title. It supports students through freshman seminar, through advising, through counseling, through mentoring, and just making sure that they thrive and not just thrive, but survive and do well at Michigan State University. And I was there for 27 years. And for 17 of those 27 years, I conducted a summer bridge program. So that work at Michigan State with students was just a godsend for me. And it was like it was my calling. And the work that I did also brought national recognition twice to the university. So that, of course, was quite special. But after I'd been there about two years, there was a buzz that Betty won't be here long. I didn't say anything, but I said to myself, oh, no, I'm not going anywhere. This is my calling. I didn't want to go anywhere. I don't think I would have given the level of investment and energy and drive and push anywhere else other than right there with those students And when Larry asked me to be part of the board, I think I was probably in my last year at the university. And I said, once I left, I was so hyped up. Don't ask me to do anything for a year. So he came back and I finally said yes. And I really see the work with the Uplift Our Youth Foundation as an extension of my work with the students at the university because I really believe in the future and that the youth hold our future. And the more support that they can get, then the better. So this, again, is something that I do with a passion and love. Tremendous. So dive a little deeper into Advisor Emerita. What does a typical Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday look like for you at these days, Betty? Right. I want to go to the bridge program. At one point, we were working with the student athletes, and you probably remember a Mateen Cleves. Yes. And the bridge program was really quite rigorous. It wouldn't allow them to play ball or do any kind of practice or connect with their sports. And at the end of the summer, we would have a banquet. And we would ask students to speak. And I asked Mateen Cleves to speak. I'll never forget what he said when I asked him to speak. First of all, he accepted it right away, and I was surprised. I thought, hmm, he didn't even say no, him and her. He accepted it. And when he stood to speak, he said, you know, I got out of Flint thinking I was going to get away from my mother, and then I come up to Michigan State and shoot a few hoops, and then I met Betty. And the crowd just roared because we were intentional. We were 
very focused and determined that students would engage in learning on a level, because some of these students were at promise students or students who had not been to some of the stronger high schools. And so they had not engaged in the learning process and had the rigorous learning throughout their school days. And once they came here and invested in our super program, they really learned what their capacity was. So a typical day is a student coming into my office, my sitting down with that student and learning something about how they are engaging in the learning process. What are you doing? And it didn't take me long to see and hear how students were engaging. I didn't hear study. You know, I heard, I took a test. I heard, I didn't hear about assignments that you followed through on. And what was surprising to me is that students didn't understand the value of studying. They just understood the value of taking a test. And so many of them did not recognize where they stood in terms of their classes until they failed the test. And that's when they are, you could really give meaning to really, really studying. And I taught a freshman seminar, and that was all about helping students to learn time management skills and test-taking skills and all the things that they need to do in order to be successful. We did not want college to be a revolving door. And in order for that not to happen, we had to really engage very rigorously, very strenuously with students to really live up to their potential. And so many students really taught me what perseverance and stick-to-itiveness is really like. Once you could push them into that lane, many of them took the bite and took the bait and they ran with it and they were successful. Tremendous. So, so I love my work and I wouldn't tell the students my age. You know, I wouldn't tell anybody my age. I said, because if I told the students and people knew my age, the students would say, you mean people like you still live? Because I've had some students say some very interesting things to me. But when I retired in 2014 from Michigan State University, I said, I'm going to tell my age. And the way I told it was, when I came to Michigan State, I was a very plump, luscious, tender, energetic young lady of 48 years old. And I said, I've been at Michigan State for 27 years, but I said, stop, don't do the math. In other words, I was three quarters of a century when I retired from Michigan State in 2014. So I was there because I loved it and it was hard to leave. And I remember one student said to me, Betty, don't retire until after I graduate. And I said, well, you know, if I did that, I'd never retire. <laughs> but it was lovely work. Wonderful. And so is working with the foundation. Great work. Excellent. So that's the bridge program. You mentioned Uplift Our Youth. Is that directly tied in or is that a second project that you work with? Uplift Our Youth Foundation, I'm on the board. As a matter of fact, that is really the key information that I would like to share, that I would like for this information to get out to all the businesses in our area. Because Uplift Our Youth Foundation was founded by Larry Leatherwood. And when I call that name, so many people recognize and know who Larry Leatherwood is. But anyway, the mission of the Uplift Our Youth Foundation, and I think I came to this because Larry Leatherwood met with me and he began to tell me all the things that the vision and the mission and all the things that they did to uplift our youth. I knew that that's what I wanted to connect with. 
So Uplift Our Youth Foundation, its mission is to help fulfill the potential and shape the future for opportunities, for vision, for students to believe in themselves. And of course, the mission reads to be a catalyst for greater Lansing that inspires, produces financial support, and impact youth in such a way it affects a generation to keep on giving. The Uplift Our Youth Foundation thrives because of this financial input that we receive from the greater Lansing community. And it was founded by Larry Leatherwood in 2002. And since that time, we've given close to $200,000 to 501c3 organizations around the greater Lansing area. Thank you for coming on today and sharing at least a broad overview of Uplift Our Youth and the Bridge Program. And thank you so much for being part of the Michigan Business Beat today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Once again, we've been speaking with Betty J. Sanford, MA, LMSW, Advisor Emerita for MSU, East Lansing, Michigan. We've been speaking about Uplift Our Youth and the Bridge Program. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.